Hello, buddy. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm much better, actually. Are you? I've survived the monkey virus and I'm fit and firing, Pete. It's good to have you back, Dan. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you weren't here last week. No, I was away. But big thanks to Sticks and Garbs who yeah, filled in. Brilliant. Superbly. Awesome. Uh, shall we joke it up? Yeah, it's your turn, mate. Mate, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got another one. Okay. All right, I got another one, and I, I think I'm getting better at these. Okay. All right, um, but I defer to you still. That's all right. But I think I'm gonna be this. A young man, uh, yep. truly in love with his girlfriend, decided to have her name tattooed on his on his thing. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Yes, that penis. Yes. <laughs> uh, her name was Wendy, and the tattoo was done while his penis was, you know, mm. right. Oh, well, uh, as yes. in, as in swing, as in swing. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when it was not swing. All you could see was the W yeah. on the tip, yeah. right? <laughs> Shortly after the couple was married, they were honeymooning in Jamaica. Yeah. The man was in the bathroom in a Jamaican pub somewhere, and there's a bloke who pulls up next to him, and out it comes, and yeah. you know they're just standing next to each other, and he looks over and just happens to notice a W on his. Yes. And he goes, oh, does your missus's name start with a W as well? And he goes, No. And he goes, oh. And he goes, man says, welcome to Jamaica. <laughs> I can't relate to that. Uh, yeah, I neither can I. <laughs> yes. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game on Oz podcast, episode 96. Let's do some gaming, but not pick up sticks, because it's a shit game. Yes, good one, Dan. Well done. Well said. Well in. Uh, as we record this... Wednesday, the 12th of September in uh, overcast Perth. Beautiful weather for gaming, but tell me what weather isn't. Hey, uh, plenty to come on this episode of the podcast. Far out. We've got some big announcements nice. and some even bigger guests. Daniel Visser is the managing director of Wicked Witch Software, the team behind AFL Evolution. A couple of weeks ago, they announced AFL Evolution 2 is slated for 2019. He's going to join us right off the bat in the top three things gamers need to hear this yes. week for a full-on discussion Everything you need to know that they know about the game so far. Really looking forward to that. Frank Macri, our mate from EB Games, will uh, join us to tell us more about this new Zero Regrets trade policy that they've launched the past week as well. And so much more, we can't even fit into this bloody game. Game on! Game on! It's gaming time! Excellent! Game on! Game on! It's gaming time! Excellent! Boom. The sweet, sweet sounds of that song. How good is it? I bloody love that song. How good is it? Uh, hello, my name is Pete. My name is Dan Internet. And uh, this is where we just bang on about gaming for an hour because we just bloody love gaming, Dan. And Peter, what else do we bloody love? Oh, Daniel. Bloody, bloody gaming! A uh, big thank you to our tech sponsors, PLE Computers, and uh, a host of others who have jumped on board this great podcast, including yeah. 2K, the team behind 2K19. Uh, by the way, they sent us code for 2K19, the, the NBA game, so... Um, Prox, our good man, is going to roll out a review by the end of this week. Awesome. So looking forward to that. Fantastic. Uh, and a big thanks to them, not just for that, but also for sending us 500 bucks worth of gear to give away to celebrate the fact that we hit 2,000 members on Facebook. Yeah. So absolutely magnificent. If you go to the Game On Oz Facebook page, just go and find it. Uh, you'll see it's the pin post. That'll tell you everything you need to know. But basically, 
you just need to be a Facebook member. Yep. All right? That's right. It's as simple Easy. as that. Uh, GameOnAUS.com is going gangbusters. You'll find us on Facebook across everything. We've got a little announcement about Facebook as well. You'll hear in our top three things that gamers need to hear this week. But let's get straight into it. Danny Boy. Yes. Perfect timing. Thank you very much. I've been practicing. Uh, these are the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. And the first thing, right off the bat, um, we uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, that we saw the announcement, AFL Evolution 2 is due for release in 2019. Daniel Visser is the managing director of Wicked Witch Software, and we are so honored to have this great bloke join us right now. Hello, mate. Thanks, guys. Great to be back. Thanks for uh, following intently. And, uh, awesome. And, yeah, and, and chasing me up to talk about it. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, we're pumped because, uh, look, it's it's our favourite game. Uh, and we're absolutely stoked that you guys are giving AFL so much love and, and bringing it to platforms, which is good. The The first one just quickly dropped on PS4 and Xbox in May 2017. It wasn't long after right. that that we got a PC copy in about July. Um, how have you guys seen that title's reception over the last 12 to 18 months? Um, it, it was really well received, actually. Uh, you know, um, AFL games, uh, they've been a bit hit and miss. Luckily, we've got a passionate audience and a, mm. and a, and a strong fan base. Uh, I think we talked a little bit last time about what a challenge it is to, uh, you know, have uh, Australian content developed by Australians for Australians. In fact, I think this is probably, you know, one of the only uh, titles that enjoys that luxury. And really, you know, the only reason it can even exist is pretty well thanks to our publisher true blue in sydney the afl and really just the blood sweat and tears of all the guys and girls at wicked wits really uh, that's why mate we're still here in the evening the office is still three quarters full and we're just uh, burning the candle at both ends just trying to make it as good as we can bloody great yeah you commitment beauty. plus i love it um now look the 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 title itself as we we move across to um afl evolution 2 let's get right into it uh of, of, what what do we know about the game already that you're happy to share with us in terms of how it's going to be different uh to afl evolution the first time around sure look it was just announced uh, only recently so the details are um you know there's a uh, uh, Few and far between at the moment. Um, the game's still in development. Um, I can say that uh, you know um, it's going really well. We're really happy with a lot of the things that the team has achieved so far, and it's shaping up to be uh, a really, really strong sequel. Because you know, with sequels, sometimes you know there's DLC and updates, and sometimes the sequel can kind of be the same game coming out again with a few minor tweaks. Well, I can say that AFL Evolution Two definitely is not that. We have revisited. Every part uh, of the game, basically, from top to bottom. We, uh, we've listened to all the fan feedback and, you know, on all the forums and uh, social media, uh, good feedback and bad feedback. It's a mixed bag of passionate people, but uh, <laughs> we kind of, we, we collated and we reached out to the community and we, uh, we, we talked to them and we understand uh, what they like about the game and what they don't like. And then we go through this massive task of compiling a big list and prioritizing everything and, uh, yeah, we've kind of we're reworking the the whole thing, so uh, I can confidently say that it's going to be a really strong sequel with uh, new features, heaps of new content, and uh, heaps of improvements. Now, just on that, because this is a really interesting um, sort of uh, thing to get into. Why not DLC um, and just you know consistent patches and updating the first one? 
um, but yeah, instead yeah. actually doing like a full-blown sequel and, and virtually starting the slate clean. Yeah, well, that's what, look, we are building upon uh, upon the last one to a certain degree, but basically at the end of the day, we are reworking so much of it. So much of it is is new um, that it isn't. You know, it just can't really stay compatible because with the DLC, you've got to con- stay compatible with the the older version. Mm. Basically, so yes. once you once you you know, it's kind of that thing. Once you make a clean spot, uh, you you've got to keep going, and before you know it. You've kind of uh, reworked reworked the whole thing, and that's why it made more sense to be a sequel. We knew that we knew that from the start. That that was kind of planned uh, already uh, for quite some time with ourselves and and True Blue. So uh, yeah, we we knew what we wanted to do, and there were, we wanted to do a lot as much as possibly could. So that basically just you know called for it to be a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Hey, is it? Did I read somewhere, Daniel, that um, there's new commentators on board? Is that right? That is correct. That's right. We actually just finished up uh, the recording uh, only a few weeks ago, yeah. um, and, and and it was awesome. It was awesome. Like Dennis Committee, um, you know, uh, has been a bloody legend uh, yeah. as he as he is, uh, fantastic to work with, and you know he's uh, he's he's given a lot to the game over the past oh, seven or eight years and multiple multiple iterations. So we actually built up quite a massive library of uh, his comments and, yes. and his jokes and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything else yeah, in between. But obviously, he's retired uh, yeah. now, so, and so it's time to move on. So um, uh, we talked about it a lot with the AFL, and we talked about different people and who would be best. And we were lucky enough to get um, Anthony Hudson as the, yeah. as the new commentator. And, uh, and I have to say, we've worked with a bunch of commentators over the years, and you know Dennis was always, always amazing. And Anthony Hudson... Stood, stepped right up to the challenge, and yeah. he was absolutely fantastic. He gave it 110%. He's yeah. a, a sporting praise. But um, he, yeah, because man, the commentary is—it's—it's it's a tough gear. It's it's thousands and thousands of lines over days and days and days. Well, and I've yeah. and I've, I've wondered about that because um, I've played a lot in my time of a game called Pro Soccer, and there's two right. commentators through all those iterations I've bought, which is I got two guys, Peter Drury and Jim Beglin. I've never actually watched. A Premier League game where they've been commentating live. I've, only, I've just known through playing this yeah, game, right. and I've always found the commentating to be quite stuttered and quite poor. To be quite honest with you, look, it, it, it's a it's a tough one. The, yeah. the, the, the actual technical limitations are bloody bloody difficult um, yeah. because you know um, you know basically you've got to get all combinations of sentences and mm. you know it has to it has to stitch the audio together and that's something that we've been improving uh, over the years. So that's one of the things we did. We we kind of rewrote the script uh, pretty well from scratch. A because it was the other script was written for for Dennis. Dennis uh, yeah. So yeah. We, you know we want to capture the the nuances and the sayings and the style that the commentator brings. Yeah. Uh, but we also wanted to really improve that stitching together and the inflections of how it goes. So we've done we've done that uh, and I We've already done a bit um, some tests, and we're starting to put it into the game, and yeah. it's um, it, it's it's sounding really, really good. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're very happy with the, with the step up. You're never going to get it perfect. I'll be no. honest. You never, you, you, you just can't. Like you know, even FIFA and Madden, uh, they they yep. still have uh, issues with with that kind of thing. But um, yeah, it's a that's just one of the examples. You know, so that's one of the areas that we've just made a massive improvement to. Um, so yeah, uh, they were great. Uh, Gary Lyons is the the color commentator. Wow. Um, Great uh, guess. Well, yeah, that's right. So it's good to have a bit of a legend uh, uh, of the sport yeah. uh, uh, in, in the game. And, and he was awesome too. Um, both of them was really, really uh, happy with um, how enthusiastic they were, how patient they were yeah. <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for a start. Um, because, 
it's a tricky gig. Not not only do you have to read and make it sound natural, but you kind of got to act and imagine what what's going on to get a natural performance. And, uh, and both and, of those both of those guys, yeah, yeah. And that's my point because we and with all due respect to Dennis and Pete and I both know Dennis through our work here at the radio station that we work oh, at. Yeah. Um, he comes in quite a lot. It, it probably seems to me to make more sense to get someone like Anthony and Gary in because they're probably a bit more um, familiar with how gaming works, you know, um, and see, like you said, you have to imagine a lot of stuff and pretend it's happening and make it sound as natural as possible, which I imagine would be quite tough as a voice it, actor. It, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've got yeah. to be part actor as well. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Just to, not just know the sport, not just be experienced at it, not just read and speak naturally, but also kind of, yeah, act and imagine. And, you know, watching them in the in the sound booths, you can see them. They pretend to turn to the other person and they, yeah, they pretend they're looking at the screen. They're, they're pointing around to an imaginary field and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they... They did a good job of really kind of getting the spirit of it. Yeah, and, you know, every commentator's got a different style as yeah, well. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. You know, Dennis has kind of got that low kind of rolling yes. kind of smoothness to, to his voice and the way he kind of speaks. Anthony Hudson is a, a bit more uh, energetic and kind of uh, up, up vibe. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, um, Gary Lyons as well kind of, uh, you know, he's kind of got that casual kind of quality to the way he kind of talks about things. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, we... we we get the best out of them. Yeah. With uh, with Anthony Hudson, just quickly, I mean, are we, uh, do you guys go, you know, looking for the, like maybe the specific golden moments that these guys have said throughout their commentating career? So for me, Anthony Husband, Hudson, um, I'm thinking if there's a really close game, particularly between the Lions and the Cats, a la 2013, where they boot a goal after the siren in the game, do you hear him scream, it's the miracle on grass? Uh, I believe we got that one. And, yes. Uh, we, yeah, we got a couple of other catchphrases. Same with Dennis. We know we got him to you know call things centimeter perfect, and you know, um, yeah, we we definitely we definitely try and get get a few of their nuances. It's actually interesting because sometimes they have a love hate relationship with their own uh, phrases that they're, <laughs> uh, that they're um, you know known known for. But yeah. um, no, he, he he was a good sport, and he he was happy to to put those kinds of things in. So yeah, we we got a few special treats along the way. Great. New beauty. Now, Daniel. Um, I just want to know, as as a game developer of a game like AFL, have you got a direct line to AFL House for every time there's a bloody rule change? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and that comes up a lot. We yeah. kind of get some heads up on on what might, may or may not yeah. be in the pipeline, yeah. uh, and That's it's right. uh, heavily heavily debated. And uh, everyone here has, has their opinions, and uh, we mainly deal with the licensing department um, yeah. at, at, at the AFL, but. That doesn't stop the guys kind of uh, trying to lobby them for <laughs> yeah. to try try and tell them uh, what what we think the rules should be. Yeah, anyway, right. uh, um, and it depends. You know, uh, the programmers well, they they don't want any rule changes because no, that means yeah. they they've got to uh, rework work, it. But yeah. That's right. But uh, all all the fans in, in the studio uh, are definitely aren't shy to put their comments forward. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure AFL House takes our opinion very seriously. Oh, of course, yeah, of, of course, course. <laughs> absolutely. Um, just throwing this out there. Boot a hundred goals in a season with every full forward in the game. Possible unlock Dennis <laughs> Chimetti as a oh, character. Wow. I, wow, I don't that's know. A, that's a big one. I like where you're going with that. I like it. You know, uh, you're causing a bit of a problem for us having to test that uh, achievement. That <laughs> uh, they'll get all the way there and find, oh, there's a bug. Test it again. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, but look, I like where you're headed. I like it. Hey, um, uh, let's move on a little bit. It's been, uh, well, look, I mean, it's been 12 to 18 months in the f- since the first one. D- so you've, you're underway with your developers uh, for the second one and well into it. 
Do you guys have a, a, the benefit of the technology getting a little bit better over that 18 months as well? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, um, you know, we work on multiple games here at Wikiwitch. We're a fairly large studio, so we're always moving our tech forward. So, you know, uh, when it comes time to do the next one, our tech has already moved forward. We're able to squeeze more out of the, the Xbox and the PlayStation and even even PC as well. And then when the, this comes along, well, we, we plan it. We're like, right, let's make the rendering and the graphics better in this way and the shadows better in this way. Let's get a smoother frame rate. Let's... Uh, improve uh, the performance of, uh, for multiplayer. So ab- absolutely, um, there's, a, there's a tech step up. Well, actually, that's a good point that you you mentioned consoles because, I mean, since uh, the first one, we've obviously had the One X and yeah. the PS4 Pro going Pro, hammer and tongs. Right. So you've obviously got a lot better uh, performance engines to work with as well. Yeah, that's right. Actually, we kind of have to do two slightly different versions these days. There's, you know, what we call the vanilla version, which is the original one. And then, yeah, we plan out the, the extra features for the for the Pro and the and the One X. So, um, you know, um, that, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, and, and it's usually to do with just higher fidelity, better frame rates, better uh, screen resolution and, uh, you know, smoother, smoother gameplay is where most of that ends up going. For example, you know, we can show high, higher detail closer have more detail and more guys on the field on on, on those consoles mm, yeah unreal um the last time we spoke to you as well we got into a discussion about uh the nbn and internet speeds <laughs> yeah, and... I, I remember that yeah we were, <laughs> trying, and... we were trying not to be political exactly yeah, right. as i recall yeah. um the and the the uh, part of the discussion actually you mentioned that uh at one stage one of your guys actually it was faster for him to jump in the car uh, to drive the um, a, a version of the game up to where it had to was that right? Like it that 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 was correct. I've got a bit of an update for you guys there. Actually, you know what we found out? What? So we're, we're we're out in the suburbs, thirty minutes out from uh, the CBD in the the sunny suburb of uh, Mitcham, Victoria. Nice. Uh, and we didn't even know that when we moved into this office, we found out like a year and a half later. I think since we spoke last. That um, across the road, literally across the road in the park opposite us, is uh, one of the largest uh, data centers in Victoria. Oh, yeah. So oh, no. we, we talked with them, and uh, after a bit of negotiating, we actually talked them into running a fiber optic cable yes. under, the, under the street into our office directly. And I'm happy to say that we, at the moment, we have 500 um, gigabit up and down. Oh! <laughs> That's right. No, 500 megabit up and down, sorry, and we're about to go to one one gigabit. So, oh, geez, so mate. we uh, what what a fluke! Can you believe it? We just happened to be uh, across the road from one of the only people in the country that, oh, that is spectacular. That can do that can do that. So we are now enjoying yeah, like uh, one gigabit uh, up up and down. So that's about what ten times the speed of the MBN. Oh yeah, so, easily. Oh my god, yeah, that is fantastic. There you go. Um, we need to find no, a da- no, no more jumping in the car driving. We need to find a data center, Pete. That's yeah, quick, I think you're smart. right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Daniel, I've got one more question, and that is: sure. um, Is there any chance in this game that my team Fremantle <laughs> could possibly win a premiership and or a derby against West Coast? Oh, is there a chance? Are you saying there's a chance? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what, what can I say? There's a chance, mate. Look, oh, good. You, good. You, you, might, you might have to go 15 years into career mode and train <laughs> yeah. all your guys up and, and pump all, all your resources into uh, you know training and drafting and yeah. uh, um, 
yeah. the trades, uh, but I reckon you can get there. Oh, thanks, you, mate. You, you yourself can do it. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Hey, uh, Daniel, the the AFL, um, particularly over the last 12 months, have flagged that they're very interested in esports, and um, this right. is, you know... Uh, this is fairly well supported by um, things like the Adelaide Crows buying Legacy and um, yeah. the the Bombers buying Abyss, and they're yep. all getting into it. Um, has there been any discussion with Wicked Witch and the AFL to actually generate some sort of esports content out of AFL or AFL Evolution 2? Uh, look, uh, I don't know how much I can say, but uh, it has been discussed. There is a conversation going on. I mean, we talked about this years ago, really. We called it um, esports sports. Because yeah. it's uh, you know a sporting game for esports, and we always thought that was kind of a uh, a funny title to kind of give it. So um, actually, in the in the DLC, we actually put in uh, a few options that kind of uh, leveled uh, you know were, were even stats and fair ranked matches and so forth like that uh, as kind of a precursor to starting to um, make it more esports friendly um, already. So look, uh, there is conversation. There's there's a lot kind of negotiate and work out exactly how it works, how live events will happen and so forth like that. So uh, I, I can't tell you if it's, uh, if it's going to be a, you know, um, in this game, but it is most certainly on the horizon, which I'm is really, exciting, man. Yeah, that's really right. Cool. Imagine, imagine playing AFL in a stadium, you know, oh. <laughs> for an esports competition be be mad oh, for, yeah. for a decent version of Frio. <laughs> <laughs> that right. would, can you imagine at a Fremantle game, yeah. right? And they're they're being pantsed by the Brisbane Lions, yeah. and yet at half That's time right. you've jumped on and just destroyed the Brisbane Lions <laughs> on the game, forty goals how, to one. <laughs> That's right. How cool! How cool would it be? You would you would see all kinds of shit that you would never see. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> mate! Uh, we won't keep you too long because we know you're busy. But there is one question from last time that I didn't get a chance to uh, ask and. I, I kicked yes. myself for not asking it. Um, the physics of the ball, right? Yes. Because the, the, the ball, the AFL is known, it's part of the beauty of the, the, the game, that the ball is shaped the way it is, that you never know how it's going to bounce. Yes. How does that, how do you um, develop that? Yeah, sort that of is like, a great, that is a great question, man. And if I could tell you the amount of time and programming hours and design hours, we have been, putting into um, that bloody ball, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't believe it. So uh, in, the, in the last game, we did a heap of prototyping and we tried re- realistic simulators and whatnot. And actually, in the game, it makes it really quite difficult when you've got the ball that's going to bounce left, right, backwards sometimes or yeah. you know, uh, roll across the ground forward and do all yep. kinds of crazy things. Uh, what we actually found was uh, it was really quite frustrating as a player because you were, while it, simulated the real game uh you know it made it basically harder to, to pick up the ball uh, under pressure and it led led to a lot of kind of you know tap-ons and kind of squabbling and you know packed tackles and you know kind of cluster tackles and things like that yep. became quite problematic so what we actually ended up doing was made it bounce pretty straight and pretty predictable now we kind of lamented having to do that because it's such a personality of the game um you know the way the way the ball bounces so we kind of curved it out games in the past have been like just complete 100 percent straight we had a bit of movement in ours um uh, we've had a programmer actually dedicated to the ball bounce uh, for like over uh, what nearly two months now wow. i think doing all kinds of simulations and things like that so um uh, we wanted to be realistic uh, as possible, and we want we want to bring a bit of, bit of that back in uh, as as much as as much as we can, whilst. 
you're making it kind of you know controllable. So yeah. uh, we we have a whole new physics model for the ball uh, and whole new animations to handle when the ball bounces uh, in irregular patterns. So. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. We'll see how natural we can keep it. But it's it's one of those things, you know. Same with really the formations and the field and everything. There's there's simulating the sport and then there's making a fun game. And the the two we got we got to find a good balance between the two of, of those. Course. With yeah. Pretty well, a, a, everything we do and and the ball bounce is definitely a a center part of that. So um, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of work goes into it and. Uh, we're still still working on it, yeah, trying to get yeah. it yeah, as good as we can. But yeah. uh, I'm pretty happy with what I've been seeing. But ev- everyone's got comments. Everyone's like, no, nah, a ball doesn't sound like that. Then we actually <laughs> get a ball, go down to the local football field, yeah. kick it, video it, and go, look. It does sound yeah. like that. We, still, we go we go through footage and uh, and you know see people that bounce back and knock people in the face, and we're like, look, it does bounce like that. So. Um, Good question, and that's, uh, that's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> like I said, I've been sitting on that one for about 12 months. So <laughs> there, you, there you I'm, go. I'm stoked you called it a good question. You can tell us what you think when it, when it comes out, or maybe we can give you guys a sneak preview uh, oh, when yeah. it comes closer to the date. How about that? Mate, that's we right. we would be absolutely honoured. That would be fantastic. Right. Yeah, uh, right. So we'll stay in touch, and as soon as you guys are ready to have us, uh, we'll get that out and get that going. We'd love to have a good look at it. And um, sure. uh, obviously, you don't have to answer this question but will it be in an early 2019 or a late 2019 uh look i think we've said first half of the year so um uh, we try and go as early as we can basically uh, but it all depends if uh, if we're happy with it uh, if everything's approved and uh, manufacturing cycles there's heaps heaps uh, of factors in it mm. but um we're, 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 we're going to try and go as early as we can um, but yeah, uh, second quarter is pretty well where it's going to land. Yeah, unreal. So, yeah. Um, would love to see uh, an angry, red-faced Eddie Maguire every now and again in some cutaways uh, <laughs> during the Collingwood matches. If you wouldn't mind throwing that in there for us, <laughs> I, I can do that. Just for you. Just for good you. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Visser is the managing director of Wicked Witch Software. They announced AFL Evolution Two is coming in 2019. It's been a pleasure as always, mate. We'll keep in touch. No worries. Uh, we're a fan of you guys. Keep up the good work. One of the greats, one of the absolute greats, Dan. I, it's you know his um excitement is infectious, and I you know as a gamer to hear that energy in his voice, it you know I was thinking there, well, there's a guy who just you know loves his job, yeah, clearly, yep. Um, and well, I'm, wouldn't you? You well, said well, they're well, off down the park, I you know, know. Shooting, shooting footage of how a football rolls. How and, good is and it? And it's you know in a small market like Australia, it's really nice to hear that there's some guys. And he probably you know I don't know the full history of Wicked Witch, but he probably just built it from the ground up. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to give it that time and dedication and seeing and reaping the benefits of that is really rewarding for yeah. whatever what you do, but particularly for gamers like us. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, and, you know, also it's great for gamers to hear that um, they're interested in giving us a sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how good. We're going to save Frank Macri until the third bit of news that gamers need yeah. to hear this week, but it's got a lot to do with this new EB Games, new zero regrets policy. We saw the headline. We thought we'll break it down. So that coming up in just a moment. Um, but really quickly, Dan, just wanted to uh, to drop this as the second bit of news. We need you to go and find a Facebook page called Frequency Gaming because we're chasing 100 followers for it. All right. Now, Frequency Gaming is a little side project that we've set up because we got a little notification the other day that Facebook has invited us to a new gaming video creator platform that they're trialing. I think they're going up against Twitch. Yeah, right. right. They're trying to pull a bit of market share from Twitch. 
Shock horror. Alert. Shock horror. They've <laughs> done everything else, haven't they? Um, so, look, they've invited us along to give this a bit of a trial. And uh, apparently, the first level that you have to get to is 100 followers. And okay. then it unlocks something very similar to Twitch. I think because Twitch has cheers that people watching can throw your way. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Facebook's is stars. So, look, they all got something. We're very keen to check it out. Um, as of uh, not, uh, 22 6. AWST, Wednesday the 12th of September, because we're recording this like now, Yeah, um, we're at 52 followers. So we only another 48. We've only just launched it today. So you know. uh, kudos to the Facebook marketing department for making it an unlockable achievement. Oh, well you get done. Yes. They know gamers, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. They've <laughs> obviously, you know, they've learned from EA's poor form back in the day. They haven't hit it behind a paywall. Well done. And I've got to ask. You make it sound so exclusive that we've been invited, but it's not like Tom from MySpace wanted to be your friend, is it? Oh, well, it's kind of like <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like I, he was know, everyone's friend. He was everybody's <laughs> friend, yes. No, no, no. This, this, this isn't going out to everybody, Dan. I okay. can guarantee you that. Yeah, so we got... Because uh, I got in touch with a few of the gaming community that I know mm. um, quite well and said, hey, have you seen this? And they've, they've gone, what? What is oh, this? A bit, a bit like the cat that got the cream. Oh, oh, well, sorry, guys. Just swimming in the cream. <laughs> I said to Aiden Heiko from Game Urs, I said to him, I am swimming in the cream right now. Uh, and then lap it up, Aiden. What do you think of that? Uh, anyway, so uh, look, as I mentioned, um, if you could find us on Facebook, Frequency Gaming, uh, go and check it out. It's a little side project. We want to at least hit 100 followers and just see what this whole thing is about. Yeah. You know, we've only got, um, we've only just hit past 300 followers on Twitch. Uh, and Facebook, to be honest with you, if Facebook takes off, I'd rather us be on Facebook because that's where we do everything. You yeah, know, it's yeah. where our pages, our groups are, and it'd be a lot easier to, to handle stuff for the community. So yeah, yeah, this would be a cracker. Yeah, cool. Um, Dan, let's bloody give Frank Macri a call. Our mate Frank. Our mate Frank from EB Games, one of the managers from EB Games, and uh, give him a buzz and just bloody find out what the deal is with this EB Games new zero regrets policy. Sounds good. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good, are you? Molto bene. Good is it, is it Frank or Luke Shuey? Probably Luke Shuey, I reckon. Uh, the way he's going at the moment. He bloody uh, loves it. Bloody that, loves that's all the time, I know. Bloody I bombing my Facebook feed uh, with that kind of rubbish. Proud. You bloody rubbish <laughs> West Coast Eagles supporter. Mate, go the mighty Eagles. <laughs> Mate, um, now you are one of the uh, great friends of the Game On Oz community and the podcast and also one of the great EB Games managers as well. Can you please break down what this whole new Zero Regrets trade policy that was launched during the week is? Because it sounds pretty great. Awesome, yeah. It's actually just really simple. It's pretty much if you trade in a game and then let's say a day later, a week later, a month later, even a year later, you're like, you know what? I want that game back. You can just buy that game back for the amount you traded it in for. Oh, get that's out. cool. And if it's cheaper, we'll do it the cheaper price for you. Oh, what? Brilliant. Wait, hang on a sec. What do you mean if it's cheaper, you'll do it for the... Oh, as in if it's, every, if it's gone game, down in price. So yeah. say, for example, I've come into you guys and I've, I've gone, I don't want Assassin's Creed anymore. You've gone, okay, here's 20 bucks trade credit yep. or whatever it is. If it is cheaper by that time... Um, for me to buy back, as in it's maybe its value is down to fifteen bucks. I won't have to pay twenty to get it back, just fifteen. That is correct. So yeah, for example, you know, if you yeah. bought a game, let's say Destiny Two, for example, you hated it. The new expansion comes out, you're like, oh crap, I need that game again. You don't have to, you know, fork out another eighty bucks for it. We'll oh, just give it back to you for what you paid it in for. That is bloody great, man. That's hectic. 
It is pretty amazing, yeah. It's a really cool service that we yeah, we just kicked off a, a few days ago. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, from now on, if you trade something in and you change your mind, you can get it back. Well, I can tell you right now, though, if I ever traded in Don, Don Bradman's cricket, there's no change in my mind, mate. You can have that. You can have that piece of shit! Yeah. <laughs> I hated that game. You guys are nutters. Mate, um, just quickly, we saw that you guys had the, was it the EB Games conference? Uh, was it the last couple of weeks? Yeah, we had our, our manager's conference in Townsville last week. While we've got you on the line, is there anything that came out of that that you can share with us? Nothing really. It was most most stuff that we already knew about, just more rehashing and like giving us a bit more information to the managers. Um, that's where we learned about the um, zero regrets policy that we've we brought in. Um, but we pretty much just got to see heaps of new cool games on a big, massive screen. So oh, can't wicked. complain about that. Did you see anything that we haven't seen yet? No, nothing yet. Okay. Um, good now- chat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, they do keep a lot of stuff. No, it's all good, mate. Um, now, um, hang on. Yeah. The last time, because when we when we spoke to Rails about this a little while ago, um, they do give out a few goodies. So, did you guys? Did you get anything special? Did you get a nice little show bag to take home with you? We did get a few things. Got some cool loot from Activision. Um, some cool like a Spyro snapback. Um, uh, got a headset from Turtle Beach, which is pretty oh, cool. So. Sweet! If you are, yeah, want to add to be an EV Games manager, it's uh, yeah, definitely worth it. Oh my god, yeah, it's really here from Turtle Beach. That's insane. Can I have it? <laughs> what do you? It depends what you're going to do for me. Uh, <laughs> did you hear the joke at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> um, now, mate, uh, thank you so much. It's uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast as always, and thank you for being someone we can just uh, give a bell to for some great information every now and again. Anytime, lads. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, um, while you're while we we got you, uh, is yes. there anything happening with respawn in the not too distant future? So at, at this stage, no. Um, for those who haven't heard, we did stop doing regular events for respawn just to focus more on big one-off uh, events, so we can really put heaps of time into making really awesome. Yep. Nothing planned as of yet. Maybe New Year's Eve gaming event. Um. But that's still in the in the works, but nothing's been confirmed yet. Oh, no, good on you. Good on you, mate. Good on you, man. All right, we're going to jump off. Gotcha. See you, bro. See you, bro. All right. All right, let's move on, Dan. So I want to um, – I told you a little story the other day, that, uh, actually before I went away, that I've been hanging to tell because this makes me proud for so many reasons as a dad. Yeah. Ross was a gaming dad. Um, two weeks ago, my two older girls – I've got three kids. My two older girls had their school sports carnival. Now, my middle child, Mila, and you've got a Mila too, so my, my Mila, mm. um, she's one of these little kids that's pretty much, you know, and I know I'm biased, but she's quite gifted at a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like she just picks stuff up really. She's a great artist, right? Mm. And again, I'm biased. I know every, every kid's, you know, every uh, pe- parent's kid's a great artist, you know, but, own, but she's, it, she's very good, right? Yep. Um, and she picks up sport really well, and she's great at dancing and great at acting and all sorts of stuff. Anyway. And what's frustrated me about the whole school sports thing with her so far is that she hasn't performed to her potential. I know she could win the race, but she's never won the race mm. so far. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not that kind of dad that gets hung up in it. Like, I'm just happy that she's having fun. I don't give a shit if she wins or not. But it's nice when they win, right? Yeah, absolutely it's nice when and, they win. Because you get to see the smiles yeah. on their faces. And, of course, yeah. the one year I didn't go down. I've been every year, but this year I said to my wife, look, I'm, I'm going away next week. I, can't, I won't go down. I'll just, just let me know how she goes. But on the day, I said to her, to Mila, 
how are you going to run today? And this, I was just trying to get into her head to, to start thinking about the race. And she goes, I'm just going to run fast. And I said, well, that's great, but you've got to come up with some kind of, you need to envisage something, you know, something to, some vision in your head. Visualize the yeah. win. She goes, oh, what do you mean? I said, well, you know how you love playing Rumbo. Now, she's the one of my three kids who doesn't love gaming all that much. Yeah. Uh, my oldest and my youngest bloody love gaming. Yeah. Bloody love gaming, like you and I. But she's the one who ended up working out the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. So she's got, she's, the gaming gene is strong in her. She just hasn't, you know, a bit like Darth Vader. There's yeah. some light in her. She is your fun. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's correct. So, but we, we, one game we do love playing, and it's, thankfully it's, or oh, not thankfully, it's thanks to an Xbox um, Gold uh free game that we get the you know xbox um gold members get yep. every uh, gold member every um, gold member every month it was a game called rumbo yep now rumbo is a sort of a platform race game where there's up to eight people who traverse this um scrolling platform thing to get to a trophy at the end of the end of the race yeah you punch each other and do all that stuff but you gotta get to there first right yeah, yeah and i sort of said to her imagine you're playing rumbo and you put that trophy at the finish line and she went, oh, she, her, her sort of, you know, she, she. Penny dropped. She, the penny dropped. Yeah. And then lo and behold, about three, two hours later, I get this little text message from my wife with a picture of little Mila on the podium, number one, with yeah. a big blue ribbon. Yeah. And um, again, it doesn't matter if they win or lose, you know, it really is about just participation, having fun. But she won based on gaming. That is amazing. That made me so bloody happy. So I'm going to put it on Facebook, Pete. We do this now every week, and I quite like this. I'm going to put it on Facebook. Mm. When has gaming helped you in real life? Now, I can. we've talked before about how we're both excellent drivers, which I think comes from that um, uh, presence of mind of, you know, gaming where you just you, – you, you, uh, Peripheral vision is fantastic because yeah, you, yeah. you're looking at a screen, and I, I reckon that translates to ga- to driving. We've talked about how crane drivers I and mean, what occupations are good for for gamers like crane, crane drivers, pilots, that kind of shit. Mm. But I wonder if, if ever in life, and it might be something like, for example, you know, you're awesome at the claw in time zone and getting the the toy. Yep. Because you you need that fine motor skills that comes from. Well, I'll put one to you. Okay. Right. Um. Hand-eye coordination is top of the wazza when it comes to filleting fish. Yeah, right? yeah, mate. I was—I uh, kid you not—and when because my folks uh, before they retired owned a fresh fish shop. Yeah, and I was the fastest in there at at cutting and gutting, mate. And I and I genuinely yes. put that down to um, my skills of uh, having been a gamer for for so long because. They say that, you know, gamers are among the best in the world when it comes to hand-eye coordination. And in a lot of professional sports, they improve their hand-eye coordination through simulators and gaming and stuff like that. Well, so. it's no, um, it's no, it's no um, uh, happy accident that a lot of professional athletes mm. spend their downtime playing gaming. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I, mean? yeah. I, I know a lot of AFL players play FIFA and the like. Um, Probably playing AFL Evolution now to, to uh, number two yeah, as their own yeah, because yeah. you know they can. But um, I'm really interested, so we'll put it on. You know, f- fish fillings a great example because number one, you need to be um, have have some eye hand because you could cut your bloody hand off. For a Absolutely, start. and also um, you know, in a fish shop, you'd be pretty uh, valuable to the f- said fish shop if you're quick at it. Yeah, because you're churning out more fillets. Well, I could I could churn out uh, like if you put it this way, right? Like. Um, uh, by the end of my time there, mm. right, a tub of Spangled Emperor, which yeah. people might see in shops as Baby Snapper if it's filleted, yes. yeah. 
right? Um, you might get uh, it's it's a forty kilo tub. Each one of those is about oh, I don't know, maybe half a kilo, yeah. if that, right? Yeah. So at least eighty fish in a tub, yeah, right. And I was cutting that bad boy in twenty minutes. Whoa, yeah, I was yeah, smashing through that. Right. Awesome. And not a not a cut on my fingers, nothing. No, no. You know, right. so yeah. well, let, well, let's see. I'll put it on Facebook and let's see what um the gaming community come back with. Well, speaking of which, you did uh, throw this in there as well. Best mini game ever. Now, the reason why we got onto this, yes, is it because chat. it was just a chat, workplace chat. Um, obviously, Spider Man is out at the moment, and people are going absolutely gangbusters for it. Um, I'm playing Spider-Man at the moment and I am absolutely loving it. But I did mention to you that one of my favorite things is that in your downtime in the game, and this isn't, this isn't spoiling anything, yeah. um, in your downtime in the game, in between being Spider-Man and being just regular Peter Parker, part of the game sees you helping Dr. Octavius at his lab, yeah. right? Now, this is obviously just downtime but contributing to the story, but one thing they've done been really clever Right in is they've added a little mini game in there mm. where to improve your suit's capabilities and stuff like that, you actually have to um, get under the microscope with a microchip. Mm. And remember those games where it's it's old school, right? Mm. But you used to have like a pipe of water at one end and, and another pipe, a receiving pipe yeah, at the other yeah, end, yeah, right? Yeah, it was yeah. on a grid. Yeah, yeah. And you had to take different shaped pipes and put it on the grid and you only had X amount of pipes and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they've done that. For a circuit board where the water is electricity, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a bit of math to it and all this sort of stuff. And i got to admit, like, I'm loving the game, but this is one of my favorite parts. And it, it made me think about mini games. And, you know, where would we be in games in terms of the in-between the story bits yeah. if we didn't have mini yeah. games to play? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, and the one that you used on the Facebook page before pitching it out to the rest of the community was fishing in Legend of Zelda Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah, You know, That's that right. is classic yeah. mini game. And sometimes you need that break. Sometimes you need to get away from the actual storyline of the game you're playing and just, you're still in the game, you're still playing it, but you're playing something, you know, I, I, um, I bloody loved all the stuff in GTA 4. Mm, yeah. There was, you know, the, the arcade game, there was pool, there was, um, oh, yeah. temping bowling. I loved all that. And I, I reckon that's really clever because it's just, it must've, you know, as a games dev and, you know, um, I know we talked to Daniel before, but I'd imagine with a much bigger team from Rockstar, they've probably got a whole team dedicated to just those mini games. Absolutely. And yeah. knowing full well, that's not really something that's a key part of the game, but yep. it's that cool little um, addition or almost an Easter egg, really. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. In yeah. a way, because yeah. it's something you didn't expect. And then you go, oh, shit. Well, I spent hours chasing the Hylian Lunker in, in that in the mini game on um, on Legend of Zelda, Ocarina yep. of Time. And the yep. other thing was, like, you jump in the pond and... Um, you know they did this on purpose. There were a couple of fish in there that you actually couldn't catch, but yeah, they were in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like I, I remember having countless discussions with my mates at school the next day about these fish and them saying the same thing. We've seen it, can't catch him. You know, and one of them reckons he can catch him. Eric, bullshit. Right? <laughs> like, like, good one, know, Eric. Yeah, good one, Eric. <laughs> Show me, Eric, or it didn't happen. <laughs> right? So, you know, stuff like that. I, um, Yeah, so for me, mini games just amazing. So uh, we'll go through some of these comments here. Um, Nick Holland says, the OG, the original gangster minigame, Paper Scissors Rockin' Alex Kidd Miracle World. Yeah. 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 yeah absolute ripper. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben Saunders, all the Yakuza series games that include arcade games like Space Harrier to hang on. Yeah. Um, just on that, one of the other ones that I came across just the other day, looking at some Easter eggs, actually, in fact, mm. um, was, uh, and I didn't know this, but in the Nuketown map in Black Ops 
2, mm. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, you could play Atari 2600 games on a screen in the middle of the map. Oh. Yeah. They do that in um in Perfect Dark Zero, yes. which is the launch title for the 360 Xbox. Yep. You could play Jetpack. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The old version of Jetpack that Rare made. Yeah. It's fantastic. In the in the loading screen. Um Alex Savoy, slot machines within the original Pokemon games. Yeah, Ripper. Yeah. Um Dane Hutton says, nah, big the cat swamps, this is so hard. It sucks. I don't understand what he's talking about. No, thank, um, thank God, it's, like, it's actually like this this is the equivalent, Dane, of like a group of people in a pub having a discussion. And you've been there since midday smashing beers, and you just come up and go, hey, "You're drunk, Marge. Get off the get off the road, Marge." Uh, Chris Inglis, Swoop Racing in Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Ah, yes. Um, Cameron Leverton, Paul on GTA San Andreas yeah, yeah, yeah. PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tara Davis, Gwent in Witcher Three. This is the mini game, um, and I think actually this mini game, I think they're making a mobile game out of it. Okay. Uh, they're yeah. making a mobile game out of Gwent. Well, why bloody not? Why bloody not? Exactly bloody right, Dan. Yeah. Couldn't bloody agree more, yeah. you bloody legend. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a ripper. Um, thank you so much for dropping your comments there. And as we mentioned, you know, there's going to be another big question as well. I'll tell you, and I think I tweeted this to you, but there's one that I bloody hated, and that was um, Hero Klungo Saves the Universe or Saves the World in Banjo Nuts and Bolts. Yeah. And it was the most basic platformer you had to be absolutely spot on with your timing to press the button to jump these um, little walls. Yeah. Um, if you were even a millisecond out, oh, no. you had to start again from the start. And oh. me, it took me a long time. And I, when I finally got it, you do that whole euphoric punch the air. And I, I think I was doing it to get to, it was just literally to unlock the game, or to complete the game 100%. And yeah, yeah. I thought I'd get an achievement out of it. No bloody achievement. Thanks very much! Rare. Thanks, Rare. Anyway. Well, mate, that's, uh, geez, that was a thick and juicy podcast. <laughs> they always out. are, mate. They I always are. That. Very, uh, very well said. Uh, big thank you to everybody who joined us. Daniel Visser from Wicked Witch Software, as we mentioned, uh, AFL Evolution 2, looking to get out next year, but um, well, from... It's awesome. going to be a ripper. Come but from on. the great man himself, I mean, look out across Game On Oz because, it, I mean, quite clearly you're going to see some pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from those guys. So thank you. Um, Francesco Macri. Yes. Uh, for breaking down EB Games' new uh, <laughs> trade zero regrets thingamabob. What a ripper. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and uh, look, a big thanks to our tech sponsor, PLE Computers, as always. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out everything that's going on, gameonaus.com, uh, all our social medias, get on it. And uh, there's one thing that we wanted to finish on um, for the podcast this week. And we don't want to say too much about it because it is a personal story, but we yep. did want to mention it because the Game On AUS community is known for being a real great, caring community full of people who genuinely care for each other. We, we know each other. We yep. talk to each other, yep. um, you know, just about every single day. So when something tragic happens to one of our members of the community, um, you know, we, we're genuine about the fact that we really care. Yeah. Um, this brings us to rails. One of our good friends who you've heard on the podcast. Um, yep. One of the EB games managers as well. Um, we won't open too much about uh, her situation because, you know, it was, it was quite yeah, tragic and yeah, personal. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Rails, we just wanted to say that on behalf of us, and we're sure, given the um, words of kindness that we saw from the outpouring from the Game on AOS community, um, them as well, that we're thinking of you. Yeah. 
All right, and we're here for you. Yep. We love you. Uh, All right, have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to bloody save!